Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. Romans 2, 29. Romans 2, 29. It says, for he is a Jew who is one inwardly. Look at this verse. And let's read it together. But he is a Jew. Let's say it together. But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. So, for God, it wasn't so much about they being descendants of Abraham alone. But even Rahab, who didn't know anything about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, by her confession, she became a Jew. Because the one becomes a Jew who is one inwardly, whose heart is circumcised, whose praise is not of men, but his, her praise is of God. That was the status of um, Rahab. She was a woman of faith. She was a woman who believed God and trusted God. And when she declared that to the, to, the, to, the, to the spies, I believe that heaven timed it and heaven decided that this woman must be saved at all costs. And I thank God that she did not decide to be saved alone, but she decided to take up her whole family and move ahead with, with, with them. Ladies and gentlemen, there are people you may see. You may write them off. You may think these people cannot amount to anything. They are in their family. Every day, they are giving you trouble. Every day, school fees. Every day, this. Every day, that. And you think they can't amount to anything. They can't do anything. But I believe that even as you keep investing in people like that, one day, a time will come, you will reap if you do not faint. Hallelujah. I am speaking to somebody here this morning who is a family savior. You are investing your life. You are investing your time. You are investing everything that you have in some of your siblings. For some of them, they go and they come back and they expel them and they say, look, this one, he went and smoked weed and that was it. She has come home. Somebody too went, came back with pregnancy. They are like, what do I do with all these people? But please don't give up on them. You are their only hope. You are their only hope. Keep rebuking. Keep talking. Where you need to be hard on them, go ahead and be hard on them. Because you are a savior. If you let go of them, I don't know where they would go to. But Rahab was a savior. You may not respect this woman in any way because who is she? I mean, anybody at all who looks at her will be like, ah. But the Bible says, for ye see your calling, brethren. How that not many wise after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things that are mighty. The base things of the world and the things that are despised has God chosen that no flesh, no flesh, no flesh may glory in his presence. No flesh may glory in his presence. Just when you think you know the way of God, all of a sudden he will divert his path and then you are like, ah, I didn't see this coming but that is him. He's the sovereign God. He says, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Hallelujah. This was a woman. Everybody thought, you know, you can't do anything with her but in her heart she had her family. In her heart, I'm sure she was like, look, 
I'm doing this not for myself. My family must be saved. My mother, I must put food on her table. Maybe one day I will stop. But I thank God that God came in quickly for her. And I pray in the name of Jesus. And anything that anyone is involved in, you know it is not the right thing. May the Lord bring deliverance speedily. May the Lord bring deliverance speedily in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And there are some of us who are, who are family saviors. You are doing your work well, all right. You are helping. But like I said, sometimes things don't go the way you expect it to go. And you're like, so what do I do? How do, do I still go on in spite of? Yes, go on in spite of. But like I said, don't do it without a rebuke. Don't do it without reprimand. Don't do it without demanding accountability. Are you getting me? That is what it's supposed to be. And I saw a husband savior, ladies and gentlemen, he will preach, put the money down. He will sell books, put the money down. And in those days, we were now raising trusses over this, um, this particular building. And it was a loan. And so he was taking monies, putting them down, taking monies, putting them. And I remember very well around that particular period, one day he was praying and he said, Lord, I'm tired. I feel, I feel stressed. See the way sometimes he complains of the tiredness. And you know, I start to your chair. And the Lord said, why are you complaining? I have only put you on the wood. I haven't lit the fire yet. I said, hey. You mean God has not lit the fire yet? Sometimes. As a family savior, you may not have things the way you expect it to be. But once God has elected you to be the, the savior of the family. You will go through trying times. You will have to give up everything. And for every woman that is here listening to me, if your husband is, is like the eye of the family, if your husband is the, is, the, is the savior of the family, anything you can do to support him, go ahead and do it. Hallelujah. Go ahead and do it because you never know one day when one of those same siblings or relatives will be the one would come back and take care of your family anything that you sow you will definitely reap you will reap you will reap she was a woman of faith she believed god she carried the the the, the family in her heart she was a woman of fortitude ladies and gentlemen rahab was a woman of fortitude she was strong emotionally mentally she knew how to face adversity. Listen, gentlemen, you can imagine. Soldiers have come all of a sudden. And I said the country was a cruel country. And soldiers have come from the king. And they are saying, bring out the spies. Just that alone can cost you your life. And for them to search the house and realize that really you have hidden the spies there. Ah, you are gone. Maybe not just you alone. You and your, your whole house, you are, you are finished. But this woman stood her ground looked at the people and said yes they came and i'm looking at a woman of fortitude a woman of strength a woman that is courageous a woman that is able to look at the storm eyeball to eyeball and say if i perish i perish but i will go into it and whatever i will do to save my family i will do it she said yes they came here but they are gone somebody said ah she has told a lie i don't think god counted it as a lie at all she saw the heart of the woman she saw the way the woman was desperate to save not just herself but her whole family a woman of fortitude she stood before them and she was quick to think she thought on her feet 
I pray that a savior, a family savior, will think on her feet. You will know what to do at any point in time where you have to act. You will not be deterring at all, but you will act immediately. Can you imagine Zipporah? If Zipporah had, you know, delayed when the angel of the Lord wanted to kill Moses because they had not circumcised their child. Zipporah rose up immediately, took a sharp stone, and immediately cut the foreskin and saved the life of Moses. Can you imagine if she's now thinking, eh, what will I do? Eh, what has my husband been doing? No. And that is why women, you cannot say because I'm a woman. Because the Bible says you are the weaker vessel. You think that is, you are not the weaker, if, even if the Bible says you are the weaker vessel, it is in terms of strength. You are not weak in mind. You are not weak at heart. You are not weak when it comes to your ability to think. Are you getting me? Bible says male and female made he them and blessed them and called their name Adam. Same status before God. Different assignments. Are you getting me? Different assignment. Weaker vessel in the sense that in terms of strength, but even these days, some amateurs, if they want to put you down, they can put you down. She was quick to think, quick to act. Like Abigail, David and his men, they are coming down to destroy everybody in Nabal's house. I, Abigail immediately knew what to do. She got up, made the servants take food and go ahead of her. Ladies and gentlemen, a family savior, you have no time to delay. You have no time to dilly-dally. You have no time to halt between two opinions. You must act and act immediately. Believe God for wisdom. Believe God for direction. Believe God to show you what to do. Have the sensitivity that you know you, 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 you need to be able to move at the time that you must move. Hallelujah. Bible talks about Abraham as one of the saviors, family saviors. When he heard that Lot had been taken, immediately he mobilized 318 soldiers in his own house and they followed up. When they got to a point where his soldiers couldn't work, it was his intercession that saved Lot. Hallelujah. It was his intercession before God. If you find five men righteous, will you still save uh, Sodom and Gomorrah? And God said, if I find five men righteous, I will not save. He did it until Lot and his family were saved. Hallelujah. There are family saviors who have saved every now and then. They had fortitude. They had courage. They could stand adversity. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will also stand adversity. When challenges come, don't, 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 don't give up. If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. Hallelujah. Rahab was a faithful woman. Faithful woman. Bible said the spies told them, if you keep your side of the bargain, we will also keep our side of the bargain. And she said, I will do that. She decided to be quiet. She, and I can see her doing evangelism, bringing in father, mother, sisters, brothers, everybody into the house, convincing everybody. Maybe it wasn't all of them that came, but at least those that came, they were saved. Those that came, they were saved. Don't give up talking to your relatives. Don't give up talking to them about Jesus Christ. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter the, the education, doesn't matter the clothing, it doesn't matter whatever you give to them. The ultimate is their eternal destination. Their eternal destination. One of the things I entered into covenant with when I was coming to work, I said, Father, I am coming, but my parents, please make sure they are saved. My mother got born again first, 
My father was a tough one to track, to, to, to crack. It took time because he was in so many societies. You know all these secret, secret societies and things. It took time. And I remember there were times when the Lord would tell me, every Thursday, commit yourself to praying for him. And I did that. Those days we had a breakthrough hour on Thursdays. I would do it and I would sow seed. I would do it, I would sow seed. I would be here on breakthrough hour, pray for him, and I would sow seed. Thank be to God. Before he passed, he had given his life to Christ. And for every one of the relatives that have, given, have, have passed on to glory, I have had a witness that they are with the Lord. Every one of them. Every one of them. Just remain faithful. Stay on your course. Keep speaking to them. Not just in giving them food and, and, and your physical uh, uh, things alone, but give them the word of God. That is the ultimate. That is the ultimate. Stay faithful. Stay strong. Every word that has been spoken to you, stay faithful. Faithfulness will always develop your faith. But you see, any time you are faithful, it builds up your faith. And that is a spiritual muscle. It builds you up. Faithfulness will always prove the reality of God. Keep coming to church. Keep giving your tithe. Keep giving your offering. Keep coming to church. Tuesdays you are here. Um, uh, Sundays you are here. And you are in church. And sometimes people will laugh at you. From outside they are like, why are you wasting your time? No, you are not wasting your time. Yet a little while, the faithfulness will prove the reality of God. God will put a difference between you and them. Hallelujah. Faithfulness will always build families. It will build relationships. It will build. I can imagine Rahab having all the relatives under one roof. Those that, you know, look down on her. Those that thought she was an outcast. You are a harlot. You won't amount to anything. Now all of them have gathered under her roof. She's now feeding them. And she's now giving them food to eat. Telling them about the God that she has come to experience. Can you imagine the reunion? Can you imagine the relationship that was built within that short time when they were waiting for the spies to come and save them? Keep being faithful. Keep being, doing what God has assigned you to do. If you are an usher and you have to be here alone, go ahead and be here alone. Daddy told us that this time you are not in the ushering department, but you are the ushering department. You are the choir. Anything that you are doing, be that department. And I believe that God will glorify himself. There is nothing, ladies and gentlemen, like having a clear conscience. When you are faithful, you will always have a clear conscience. You know I have done my best. I have done what I am supposed to do. Our daddy stood here and then said that he had a witness in his heart. That he, this would, you have lived your life well. And I said, how many of us will be able to say that? How many of us? will be able to say that but i believe that as we hear these words and we continue being faithful to god we will get to that place where we will say peter i have lived my life well i don't go i have lived my life well atanga asibi i have lived my life before you leave this world you will also be able to say the same thing hallelujah and finally let me say faithfulness will always pro produce fruit she was faithful finally the Bible said the spies came. And when they came, they told her, if we have to save you, let down. Let down a scarlet cloth. And when we see the scarlet cloth, we will know that that is your house. And we will come in and we will save you. And that was exactly what she did. She let down that scarlet cloth. Daddy told us the other day about a cord. 
which is a symbol of hope. So she let down that symbol of hope. All of them in that house at that time, they were depending on that scarlet cloth that had been let down. It was a symbol of hope. If they missed it, that was their end. And the Bible says that the house of Rahab was on the wall. So if the wall was falling flat, her house would be the first. But I believe that that scarlet cloth saved them. Hallelujah. It delivered them. And they were not destroyed. Joshua chapter 6, the verse 25. So Joshua spared Rahab, the prostitute, and her relatives who were with her in the house because she had hidden the spies. Joshua sent to Jericho. And the Bible said, and she lives. It didn't say she lived. It says, and she lives amongst the Israelites to this day. That, was, that is the amplified version. I don't know what this one says. It says she dwelleth in Israel even unto this day because she hid the messengers. Ladies and gentlemen, faithfulness will always produce fruit. It says Rahab the harlot lives. It didn't say lived. Lives in Israel up to this day. The harlot now has become a citizen of Israel. And not just a citizen, but she is now part of the genealogy of Jesus Christ. So you go to Matthew chapter 1, the verse 5, and the Bible talks about Salmon, who is the, the, the father of Boaz, of Rahab. So Ruth, uh, Rahab now goes into Israel, becomes a member of uh, the, the household of Israel, and then marries Salmon. And it is believed by, by historians that Salmon was one of the spies who went to spy out the land. Of course, when you go to do a good work, you must receive... Uh, <laughs> uh -huh. So Salmon begat Boaz of Rahab, same day. And Boaz begat Obed of Ruth. And Obed began Jesse. You are looking at Jesse, who is the father of David, who is of the genealogy of Jesus Christ. A harlot. But because of her faith, her status changed. A harlot nobody thought about who could do anything for himself. But that change, that, that status and that faith she had in God changed. Now she lives. It doesn't say she lived. It says she lives. Ladies and gentlemen, faithfulness will always cause you to go on and live. I'm speaking to a father. Maybe you have children in your house and you think they are a nuisance. Please take good care of them. Invest in them. Watch over them. Talk with them. Converse with them. Build a relationship with them. A time will come you will not have them in the house. A time will come you won't have them around you. A time will come that when you want to even shout on them, they are so far away, you can't even shout on them anymore. A time will come when you want to even deny them, you know, food, and I won't do this, and I won't, you won't even have them around you. You won't have them. This is the time to be a savior to your family. This is the time to invest in their lives. This is the time to build them up. This is the time to push into them everything that you, you have learned from God. This is the time to give it to them. A time will come, they will not be able to receive it. The small boy who gave up her lunch. She could do, he could do it because there was a mother somewhere who had taught him how to give out to his lunch to people. I'm sure there were bearded men who had their food. They sat on it. But this little boy, this little boy, 
this is the time to build them up parents as you take your children to child destiny school give them bibles give them bibles when they go and come ask them what did you learn sit with them pray with them when they're going to school in the morning lay hands on them teach them the things that have brought you this far so that they also can continue from there don't just leave them the bible said when moses was put in the river nile there were crocodiles in the river nile but there was a miriam who was watching over them these days there are so many crocodiles out there on the river nile in our schools they have what you call it lele or whatever all this lesbianism and all that so many things going on anytime you heard about a canker it was in the tertiary institution now in secondary schools they are pushing their tentacles there this is the time to build your children recently i heard of a muslim who had taken a, a tutor to teach his children the, the the arabic and the quran how many of us have even asked a sunday school teacher to come and teach our children the word of god we assume that they're going to Sunday school is enough. And even there, some of your children, as soon as they get to Sunday school, they're going to buy toffee because you have not taught them. I'm going to buy toffee. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to. They won't even sit down because they know you won't ask them what they learned. You won't ask them whether they gave their offering or not. That is why they are still chopping their tight up to now. You have become an adult. You are still chopping your tight. You started from Sunday school. But I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. This morning I believe that God is raising family saviors amongst us. I want you to lift up your hands right now. Family saviors amongst us. People that will give towards the work of God. People that will invest in their families. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your hands right now. Stretch forth your hands towards the Lord. And I want you to say these words after me. Heavenly Father, I declare that the destiny of my family is in my hands and is in my heart. I receive grace and the sensitivity to save them. Every one of them that you have called me to save. I receive substance to be a savior to support them. I receive the spirit to be able to lead them to their eternal destination. In the name of the Lord Jesus, begin to pray right now. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that in every family represented here, represented here you have raised saviors we ask in the name of jesus that you will make us saviors of our families saviors who are sanctified saviors who are sensitive saviors who have the spirit of god upon them
and saviors who have substance. I ask in Jesus' name that in every way you will grant unto us the grace, the wisdom, and everything that we need to be the savior that you have called us to be. Father, I pray that even as Rahab still lives on in the land of Israel, so do I pray for every family savior here, every family savior online, every family savior that is getting discouraged. Father, I pray, may their faithfulness produce fruit in the name of Jesus. May their faithfulness prove the reality of God in their lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus, may their faithfulness bring great reward unto them. And Father, I pray that their name will continue to live on. Their names will not be obliterated. But it shall be said that so so and so lived, gave herself as the family savior. And because of him and because of her, we have reached this far. May, may buildings, Father, be erected in the names of these great family saviors. Buildings, 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 buildings. I see buildings coming up. I see monuments coming up and I see streets being named after great family saviors who gave their, their, their lives, gave their substance, gave their all to raise families, to raise communities. And I see streets with their names written on them. Streets with their names written on them. Buildings with their names on them. Peter's Villa. I see communities, gated communities, and it is their names that are on them. In the name of the Lord Jesus, surely there is a reward. There is a reward for every savior. And their names will forever live on. Their names will forever live on. Their names will forever live on. Father, not just on earth, but in heaven also, their names will be registered. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I thank you and I bless you for these wonderful saviors. The Father, they will give their all to raise up great generations after them. In the name of Jesus, to your praise and to your glory. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodannaba.com. God bless you richly.